Did you just say someone who knows football and lions in the same sentence? Didn't like the skin I was in. We're gonna bitch and shit all over everybody. I am tasting the number. What does it taste like? It tastes like blue. Dave wanted to put you two on the rankings and mark one. Uh, even though you're number one in the league. Out. How is he gonna do uh, that? I told you once, and I'll tell you again. Bobby D ain't going out like a bitch. For this week, I knew I was gonna lose. I, I don't know how. I just had that feeling. Our horses are well fed this week and ready to run. Can you so, hear me? So yeah, we can hear you. So, All right, so guys, he, I, my connection wasn't good. I I pulled up to the carpet liquidators and joined the back. At the end of the league, when I win, I'm gonna take a small bottle of champagne and spread my ass. Welcome back, everyone. After a three-week three hiatus, we're back with the Hawk Dog Report. <laughs> I'm with my guest co-host. Not my guest co-host. He's always my co-host. Mr. Walker Tasson and our producer, Andrew Chang. How you doing, fellas? Doing well. Doing good. I'm a little bit rusty, as evidenced by my lead-in here. So it's been a while, boys. But, you know, I'm sitting here now. The trade deadline's over. The teams are what they are. The waiver wire is depleted. We're all looking at our fates. Some reasonable, some long shots there. The top of the power rankings is kind of firmly entrenched right now. We have three, six, and four teams who really deserve to be there. And another team that's, you know, going to get a, a kind of a cold, sobering surprise during our power rankings. Walker, what are your thoughts after three weeks off? Jeez, man. Uh... You know, it's just more the same, man. I think uh, with all the opportunity that seems like it's out there, uh, with all these five and fives and uh, playoff spots that seem to be ripe for the taking for so many, I think uh, a lot of these teams aren't going to evolve anymore, and we kind of know what they are. So I think uh, we can start making some safe predictions down the road. I agree. Safe predictions. Um, we can start looking at little, you know, playoff previews. Maybe not quite there yet, but. What we're telling our fans, what we're telling the league is that list time last year, we dipped off and we stopped. We're doing the opposite this year. We're locked in. We're going every week. We may not have as long as an episode as you expect, but you know, if you have a long car ride, whatever you're doing, one of Bob's workouts in the morning, we'll fill that time. We'll keep it going. Andrew, your team got a real shot of life this last week. How you feeling, buddy? I mean, the last three weeks have been uh, very, very good to me. On yes. fantasy football. <laughs> and I didn't realize that the way our, our playoff structure works, I did not realize that I should have just thinking about the number of teams, but I, I just forgot that we have two buys and it goes the number one and number two team gets a buy in round one. And I didn't realize that, but now man, just sitting in that two spot, it's so important to get into that one or two spot. I know a lot of teams just want to get to the sixth spot and be within the playoffs, but um, yeah, it's been good, man, and I'm I'm really I'm gunning for that buy now. Yeah, and yeah, I, I hadn't thought of that at all. But if I would have just like sat down and thought about the six teams, it would have came to me very quickly. But for some reason, that was not present in my mind. But you're right there right now. Yeah, really. I, I just like that. I just like that. Even at the second, I'm in second place right now, but I'm everybody's in two within two games of me with what week 11, 12, three, three weeks left. So I can be out of the playoffs. I'm just <laughs> sitting at two. I can still be out of the playoffs entirely. And I think what I like about the parody in our league is that there's nobody gaming 
like just for the playoffs. There's nobody like, oh, I'm just going to not sit anybody now and just get a bunch of defenses that I know are going to be good in like week 14, 15, 16, because everything's too close that you can't do that. And I like that because otherwise that that does kind of give some imbalance to the game, to the other matchups that actually matter for the teams that are trying to get into the playoffs. Yeah, if you, if you were looking at a league, you might think that we're doing something to create this kind of parity. Mm-hmm. We're not. <laughs> we're, we're not, doing we're not that yet. good. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. And it's it, it, it's one of these leagues where it's like, if, going back at the end, if you just look at the power rankings every week, man, it's, it's it really does surprise you, you know? Yeah. And now we thought the glob was over, man, but it's bigger than ever. Um, so let's get right into it then. How about that? Any Let's more, anything else to update or you guys just want to jump into this, the power rankings? Let's rock. Man, we're here. We're at the last quarter of the season. It's time. We've had a lot of movement, a lot of shakeups. The glob has grown. Now, we're going to get in to the week 11 hot dog power rankings. Coming in at number 12, the Russian bots. St. Petersburg's notorious troll factory is finally giving up its secrets thanks to a few brave former workers such as Vitaly Bispelov, 200 people. Most, most, most 200 people. The 26-year-old journalism grad became a troll by accident. Big eye. You know, you're talking about moving and shaking. Nobody's done more moving and shaking than Arthur. Arthur just completely just said, fuck my team. I'm going to get a new team right at the deadline. And uh, shit, man. (laughs) You know, it looked great last week, I thought. But uh, this week he's got some more issues. David Johnson went down. I mean, man, it just seems like he can't catch a break, man. He's even got some COVID sit-outs. Yeah, a couple of things like moving forward for Art, but also just thinking about his team. Obviously, the Lamar Jackson thing, he's kind of underperformed, and that's been difficult because, you know, he. I mean, that must have been like a first or second round pick. But Art, it's nice to have the bottom of your league still like wheeling and dealing and making like showing effort. Because, you know, if you've been in a league where the bottom of the league just stops trying completely and they just, oh, they're yeah. just like an easy win every single week, every I, single week. I respect that. And I, I, Art's too smart to not get this at some point and be really good in our league. Like, you know, like that's a great point. Like I was thinking that I was just pulled up his team and I was looking at it. And and that's such a good point in a 12 team league too. Or like for that matter, the 12th team putting in that much work. And then if you look at arts team, like it's still a pretty dang good team to be the 12th team in the league. Like 
all these guys have gone off in recent weeks. Arch just hasn't had them starting for, for obvious reasons. But like now he's learned his lessons. It's kind of like week one when you're not really sure who to start. And then some guy blows up and you're like, ah, okay, that's my lineup for most of the season, right? He's just kind of figuring out right now. And Dave, that's, that's a perfect point. Art is smarter than all of us and is going to figure this out and be really good. And it's going to be the most annoying thing in the yeah, world. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I, I know it's coming, right? And, and yeah. Like, he, he, so, and like the legitimacy of your league, like, right? Like, we have a loaded league as far as like caring, making moves and not accepting where you are and just giving up, like being apathetic. And, and so, like, you know, fast forward two years from now, He's going to be in that upper echelon, in, and we can just end this segment by saying he's smarter than us. So um, that's perfect. <laughs> but we're going to move on from Art, move on from number 12. Let's get in to number 11 on our power rankings. B. Cole, that's it. Can you win a game in the first quarter? No! Can you win a game in the second quarter? No! Can you win a game in the third quarter? No! Can you win a game in the fourth quarter? No! Connor, man, Connor's in another boat, the same, similar to Art. He didn't do as much wheeling and dealing, but, uh, you know, his receivers have been underperforming all year, and they kind of seem to be waking up right now. So he's a scary guy down the stretch. Yeah, Schuster and Harris, that trade was really, really good for Connor. Um, Schuster is – I would have traded Schuster at the point that Drew did as well, but he has really just came on. It seemed like everything was getting spread around on the Steelers. To the point where you didn't really want to lock in on one guy, I guess, apart from Claypool. But um, but that really worked out for him. And now you look at his team, and I even look at his bench, and he really doesn't have a weak spot. I mean, Justin Jackson, never mind, he has a couple. But, yeah. He's, he's another guy that coming. has to try. The want to has to be there for these two guys, and they're certainly putting in a lot of work. You know, it it, you, know you look at their team, it doesn't seem like, you know, Somebody's putting in a lot of work, but it takes a lot of work to put together a squad with what some of these guys had to go through. No, 11 and 12 aren't doormats at all. And like I said, I mean, you look at where their season can end. It's like Connor, Connor could easily end up at five and seven, maybe even six and seven if things work out for him. But Beckham, Evans, Schuster, man, that is lethal. If only they were all on his team and all healthy at the same points. What could have been, yeah, right? it, it, it doesn't help that uh, Mike Evans leads the league in one-yard touchdown receptions. No, no, that's been weird. Uh, and, and then, like, <laughs> also with, with Ben Roethlisberger and all his receivers, it's been weird with Tom Brady. You just never know who's gonna, it's, where it's going to be that week, you know? It's really it's – some, some of these things, like, Mike Evans is a perfect example. Like, I think he's, like, tied for the league lead in re- touchdown receptions, but, uh, fuck, he might not even be in the top 50 in yards. Jeez, I didn't realize how much Juju Smith-Schuster has yeah, been fucking balling. crushing. Like, balling. if he was on my team and I hadn't traded him away, it would, I think I might be ahead of Stagger right now. Like, that's crazy. I get That just shows you, like, you can't judge a trade. You think you know everything about fantasy. You think it's so lopsided, but, man, they prove you wrong about 50% of the time. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, he's just he's coming on, and then Harris and Harris, like the lead back there. That's right? a great trade by Connor. <laughs> that trade, yeah. I've got like six points out of Michael Thomas in like seven weeks. You just gotta hope that for the stretch run, he'll be there. But with Winston too, <laughs> yeah. Jameis, yeah. famous um, Jameis. All right, we're gonna move on from Connor. 
We're going to go into number 10 on the power rankings. Came and went. Because you had a bad day. Yeah, you know, it seems like uh, it's kind of becoming like a broken record now. Every week we're like, oh, you're going to do great, Dave. And then something happens, something uh, something unforeseeable happens, and you don't quite come out on top. But, uh, you know, you still look sexy, but fuck, man. I mean, at this point, you know, your record kind of is shadowing over <laughs> your talent. I know. And the Titans offense really has been dipping lately. Like that Thursday night game was um, Henry and A.J. Brown. They didn't perform like they should have. I remember Drew on the podcast that uh, the lost podcast, we'll call it. Uh, Drew was telling, saying, "This is the week you want Stager," and he was right. Stager got a one thirteen, but I got an eighty seven. You know, <laughs> and, and, and so you know, you know, that was the best week to beat Stager, and evidently that was the best week to beat me. I got no business complaining at eighty seven. We had a matchup rating of an F. Um, I you know, I. I think you were uh, projected to get 140, and they ended up giving you an F in your week. That's <laughs> not easy to do. Why? Why? I got a question for you. Would you say that Day's team had kind of peaked too early in the season? I think, yeah, a little premature peakage. Maybe, there we uh, go. There we go. The drinking game go. at home. <laughs> I think it's just, uh, it's just too good. <laughs> You did peak yeah. too early, though, t- dude. Your team was so good for so long, and and we just chalked it up to bad luck, and then all of a sudden it just got bad. It's yeah, I know. I was thinking that- about that. It was like um, those two losses. I thought I'd be able to make up cover ground, but those two losses that I kind of gave up through sort of mentally taking myself out of it, I needed those so bad because I'd be sitting right there at five and five with the rest of you. Yeah, it's, it's crazy that your woes have like kind of co like AJ Brown's lighting the world on fire right now, and as soon as he came back, your team was like, ah, nah, I, you know, we're we're gonna get worse instead of getting better. I, it's crazy. Yeah, so I'm I'm at um, I'm number one in points against, um, and then number five in points for. So that ratio used to be closer, and, and that ratio being closer made me feel much better. Um, but I'm I'm jump, I'm slowly dropping down, and I, I would like you know I have an eight percent chance to make the playoffs. Probably not going to happen, but I would like to see um, six and seven. You know, I would like to see that. Uh, that number is important to me. So I'm still fighting. Um, I got a solid goal. I got to match up to a solid goal. Thank you. Solid goal, yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you. I appreciate you summoning with that energy you had there. Reaching um, for mediocrity. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Um, let's bounce away from Cayman Wentz. We're going to take a big leap um, 
into the next <laughs> part of our power rankings and go into number nine, the French Connection. Yeah, you know, every week I keep uh, saying, you know, it's like a broken record with me. I keep saying the same thing. Like, my guys haven't done their best. Their, their best is coming. But, uh, you know, even I'm finally at full strength, but I just kind of feel like uh, my, I am what I am at this point, you know? Your team, That's is, my feeling. Your team is sexy right now. Uh, yeah, it's finally, it finally looks good. Yeah. But, uh, even though Herbert cut his hair. It's still yeah, sexy. Yeah, yeah. God, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? He looks, he, dude. He looks like looks a m- like a sixteen year old going through puberty, man. Yeah, like like a he almost looks like a little Timothy McVeighish. Um, yeah, no, I was just gonna look like he's on the verge of doing something awful, or like, yeah. he's, like he's got like he's like on the spectrum, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, like not like, the good spectrum. might be autistic. Like, yeah, or just like, like might be like a highly functioning athlete that's autistic. He's he's a savant. He's like a quarterback. He's a football savant. He's a yeah, yeah that gets, that's a good reframe right there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, look, dude, I look at your team right now, and I'm just like, no holes at all. And your and projections. Let me tell you, I'll be the first to tell you the projections. Please do not focus on them too much. Lions would be the one that would tell you that too. I'm sure he doesn't even look at them. Look at them. Um, but you're in that. I look at your team now, and if you have these guys for the rest of the way, you're like a 125, 130 projection every week. God, Justin Jefferson is fucking so good, man. I should have fucking traded you Henry Ruggs for Justin Jefferson. <laughs> Walker did, did offered you, me that trade like before the season even started, like after week one or something. Yeah, it was oh. after week one. And like Ruggs had a good game. That was like his best game of the year. And I was like, I laughed him off. I laughed in his face. <laughs> I was oh. like, how dare you? How dare and you? Probably, just Yeah, he probably and felt I like dropped him and then I had to pick it back up because he did the gritty like three times. Oh man, he's is that why you dropped him or is that why you picked him back up? No, I picked him back up because he put up a twenty seven. I, I dropped him after two weeks of nothing and Thielen had, like, you know, looking like the man. And then uh, all of a sudden Justin Jefferson was dancing all over ESPN. I was like, God damn it. Now I gotta waste my number one waiver wire on this guy I drafted. Yeah, he's uh when he does the gritty, it looks much different than Thielen. I'm not sure why. I just don't want to get into a formal thing here. I'm white, you know? I'm white. W H I T. E. <laughs> um, he does it the best man in the league everybody yeah. tries to do it but nobody does it as good as justin jefferson so no, i agree he, when i look at the star you know, i i will say there's a little game in it sitting at number two feeling a little bit comfortable but i look at the teams that i could be playing you know like round two or round one even and i look at walker's team i do not want to play this team i was lucky when i beat walker and i'm like i don't i'm not going to beat him two times is it, are, you, are, you, are you guys playing this week no, 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 I'm just. I play, if, I play if we play in the playoffs, I mean, oh. I don't want to see Walker's team. Yeah, because your your record's so good now. It's like, um, even though the trades you've missed on or, or the trades you shouldn't have made, you you really haven't been punished for it yet. <laughs> I've had <laughs> op- the opposite. <laughs> Dave, Dave, you, you, what, I don't understand. Like, why coming. why don't you feel the pain that I feel? Why hasn't why haven't you had bad luck? Yeah, no, 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 no. It's I, and look, I, I don't think. I, 
I don't think you are going to feel that. I mean, how would you feel? You'd have to get beat by a team that you – like Justin Jefferson will have to beat you for you to feel that way, right? And even then, it kind of won't be – you won't be able to attach it to the straight trade specifically. Yeah. So you've lucked out in that way. Yep. Dude's a beast, though. Well, you know, I mean, my team might be what it is, but uh, my opponents certainly played down to my level, so I got that going for me. Our league is awesome because we're talking about the number nine team in the league, and it's like a really good team. And I don't even know, like, I'm talking about playing you the playoffs. <laughs> You're number nine <laughs> in the league, but it's all possible, and I can easily see that happening. But that's what's yeah. awesome about our league. I think you, I think you're going to be Grady this week. Um, so you got the you know, and I'm usually right about fantasy things. So um, let's move on. Bro. <laughs> let's move on from the French Connection into number eight on our power rankings: the South Beach All Stars. Cole, he's riding this Miami train, and, uh, you know, he looked like an idiot three weeks ago, but, uh, my God, he is, uh, Still does. he is... I don't smoke weed. Like there's something about Cole's voodoo that doesn't mix with lines. I don't know the stats right now, but I would bet that Cole might be one of those guys that has no trouble with lines in this short history we got. <laughs> and and Cole's like, as as Cole's win percentage and his wins have gone up, he's been more present in our hot dog chat. That's so true. <laughs> yeah, it's funny yeah. how that works. You know, so true. I, Ebbs we, and flows. We we miss him when he's gone. You know, I, I love Cole's. Cole's is like. You know, um, off-ball comments and just and like the random little thing you guys were doing today with beating up Chris Carson. That was funny to watch. <laughs> like, it's funny to watch, you know. I trust that even when people aren't commenting, they're watching and observing. Um, Cole's, Cole's like quality per message in the WhatsApp chat is very high. That ratio. High efficiency rate, yeah. Yep. But, oh, yeah, he's, he's slugging a thousand. He's the funniest part. But I'm playing Cole this week. The funniest part is that he's starting. His quarterback has a Florida tie as well. It's Jameis Winston, Florida State. It's amazing. He and he he he, he like is looking into that now. I I made a joke about somebody that I was going to trade him. He's like, did he go to Miami? <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. In college, Miami tie. Yeah, but like kicker amazing. and defense, it's a good strategy. And it's just his bench is very turquoise. You know. <laughs> i'm looking at it right now the whole thing it's amazing it like fucking blinds you with all the turquoise i know because they got even got like keenan cole and with a little turquoise on the top of his jersey mccaffrey oh that's um, amazing if you there's his team his team he's done well on the wa- waiver wire if you throw mccaffrey into this lineup he's he's back in the in the top four so I, I think if you throw Carson in there, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, you could take your pick, but shit, that's why he wants to beat him up. Oh, of course, team, man. When Chris Carson and McCaffrey are playing in about a week, probably, and Cole runs into the playoffs, it's going to be like the, the best thing ever. And I really hope that it ends up double the amount of WhatsApp chat. Yeah, he's I, <laughs> I want to see that. I want to see that rate increase. Me too, because I just I, the hot dog chat's better when Cole's there. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah. Um, on that note, 
let's move in to number seven on the power rankings. Our last non-playoff team, if things ended today, Mr. Unlimited. Who wants a mustache, right? Torz Z. Torz Z's making a little move here, man. Tor, you know, he's just waiting for Eckler to come back. He's kind of got a similar thing as Cole going on. So, I mean, those two, it just depends on injuries, man, because those two are going to, whether or not they make the playoffs or not, they're going to make things difficult and interesting for everybody involved. Yeah, he's he, he's going to be one of those people at the end of the year who – you know, if we if we give an award for best waiver wire, best man like management of the waiver wire, he's gonna be right up there. Samuel Fulga, McKissick, Scantling. He's he's like team patchwork, just patchwork, patching up holes until the end of the year, putting himself in position to be in the playoffs. You know, I, you got to respect I, his hustle. And I love one thing about Tora. You, do you guys remember early on in the WhatsApp chat when there were a couple of the first trades made, and you guys might not remember this? Tor made a comment, and he was like, "Man." He's like, what did he say? He's like, he's like, I'm just, I'm a little, he's like, I'm really reserved about making trades in fantasy. I'm like the beaten up like wife, you know, like it, like it's been hurt too many times. Yeah, it's been hurt too many times. Like one thing you have to give Tor credit for, or, or two things. One, you've never been worried about Tor's team this whole year. He's never like fallen past like ten or nine, even. You know, he's always like floated around either top four and then like five, eight, like seven, six. But he's like always right there. You're never really worried about his team, even though he lost Eckler for a huge chunk. And I look at his team and it's like, I love that for that. I love that he stood pat. He, I offered him so many trades for Eckler and he's like, Nope, just going to hold on to my, like stick to my guns. I made him so many trade offers for Kamara. I know we probably all, all did, but he stuck to his guns, man. And he's right there when Eckler comes back. That's back. one of the harder things to do is to stay patient too. Cause like, I just hate the headaches. I hate having to choose between like three guys every week. And uh, I'd rather just simplify my decisions and get, you know, <laughs> a bunch of good guys and get rid of my depth. But uh, you got to respect the guys like Tor, Cole, all these guys that are uh, really grinding week to week with not only the waiver wire, but who to start and sit. Yeah, I mean, Cole and Tor are really just like the Spider-Man meme teams this year, right? I mean, they're so similar. Um, one, And they're both right now have the same record. They're both – we're saying the same things about them, right? I mean, I think I would argue that Tor is a little bit better of a waiver wire manager, but um, you know, by, not by much. And then they're both waiting for their stud running back to come back. Um, yeah, so waiting for reinforcements. Just like we said – waiting for reinforcements. Just like we said before, like the bottom of the league is competitive. Each slot you get higher and higher, the case becomes better for this team in the playoffs. Um, oh, yeah. You know, we don't have to. We don't have to make these storylines up. They just happen um, naturally. So, let's move on um, from tour and let's get in to number six on our power rankings. Bonsai Bros. Do 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 ta tam. Tammai thung tam kap chan dai.
Luke Duke. Luke Duke's got an impressive record with six and four, but uh, he's, you know, I mean, he's the only team with a great record that just kind of seems to be trending down, man. But shit, he's in the same boat. He's, uh, he's, he's making a lot of moves right now. He's, he's uh, trying his best. Yeah, let's give him, let's, let's uh, take a pause and let him go check the power rankings because I'm sure he's like, wait, what the fuck? I'm number six. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we moved you back two spots, Luke. We did it. And Walker was the catalyst of that move, but we all are in agreement. We look at your team. You there's a Ballage on there. There's a Pirine. We don't know who these people are, but Walker does. Michael yeah. Pirine is <laughs> his boy. Of, a point of contention for him. <laughs> Lamage, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, mean, you, I was really mad. I missed out on Kevin Balage. I was uh, beating myself up all week for being lazy <laughs> last week. Yeah, Luke, Luke Bob team, this week. Talk about a team that peaked too early, man. It's a premature peak. And his team was pretty good. And you look at it now, and it's not as good as it was. I don't know what he did. It's just because, I mean, Mixon's out. Mixon kind of was good for a little bit. I don't know, man. His team doesn't look so good. <laughs> no, it's kind of hard. It's to, ugly, man. You take, a little, you take a little time off, and you can kind of miss the – the flow of the season, you know what I mean? He might have he, he might have missed like a couple of weeks and is just trying to play catch up from week three, four, five. Yeah. Yep. Last year I I made the playoffs. We only had four teams then. And I my I had gotten a lot of favorable matchups. So there does seem like there's one team every year that gets in um who kind of doesn't have the greatest looking team on the roster, but somehow they did it. And he's playing Bob this week. The matchup's relatively um, projection-wise similar. You know, he just might be that team this year. I'm hoping for a tie in this matchup. <laughs> oh, my God. I've been waiting for a tie all year. God, be fucking crazy. <laughs> it's going to happen to me, by the way. This week uh, against Art. Yeah, it will. <laughs> <laughs> most team most likely get a tie. And also, Walker, I expect your team name to be premature peaking next year. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, please. So. It's got to be. Let's um let's jump away. That's our first change, and I think our only change in the power rankings. Although that might um I just gave it away. Whatever, I'm not going to try to tease it. The only change in our power rankings, <laughs> moving to number five in our power rankings, Rain City Bitch Pigeons. A team effort, and I guess it took every player working together to lose this one. Bobby Digital. You know, even though Bob is scary as fuck with some of the star power he's got i still can't help but to look at his team and just think about what could have been with chubb and kelsey on there yeah I, yeah i was watching that this week and being like oh god chubb looks so good and he and he you know he took away a touchdown from himself um oh, yeah. yeah and then you know bob has the sixth best running back in the fantasy and that guy happens to throw be a quarterback so Bob has, the best, uh, yeah, right. Bob has the best player in fantasy this year. And he's and oh, Kyler yeah. Murray's likely gonna be, if things go as is, be the best quarterback fantasy player in history. Yeah, these rushing touchdowns are ridiculous, man. I he's mean terrifying. I think he's got like nine or ten or something. It's absolutely ridiculous. He just gotta hope that he can share the love with Chase Edmonds a little bit more this week. Bob yeah, Bob has like the coolest team, honestly, just for the pure fact that he's got Kyler Murray and DK Metcalf. Like those are the t- 
two probably most entertaining players to have in fantasy this year. I agree. I think. Yeah. Like the plays that these guys are making are just like, that's enough for your fantasy goodness on your team. You feel good about the whole week. Tomorrow night's going to be like, like just like a cocaine party for Bob. Oh, he doesn't do drugs playing. anymore. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. He's going to be like railing lines of protein powder. Some pre-workout. Yeah. With a, with a, Needle in his arm, steroids, <laughs> espresso. Shot. While he's watching, like, there's there's not going to be one point where he can walk away from the TV tomorrow night. You know, I'm going to trigger, <laughs> I'm going to trigger Bob around five oh five on the on the WhatsApp chat just to get him going because I want to hear, I want to get like peak, uh, WhatsApp Bob during the game tomorrow. Yeah, like the can, live feed of the game through Bob's eyes. Yeah, <laughs> Bob's yeah, that'd be eyes. great. Like send pictures, you know, like yeah, and you know he's always watching too, and he's not, not a hard guy to trigger. Um, and he's not going to know we're talking about this till after the game. So I can't wait to see what that looks like. Yep. But I agreed. Sexiest team. He's got a lot of green. I don't see any red in his lineup yet. That's probably why, uh, he's struggling with that tight end. Actually, he doesn't have a tight end this week. Oh, he's got Higby. <laughs> but that's still, it's still a gray. It's not a, it's not a red. But he's already projected to beat Luke by six. So, you know, put a tight end there and he'll project to win by 12. Bob. He's right in it, right in the thick of it. Um, we'll see big matchup with Luke. If Luke Duke wants to hold firm his spot on the power rankings, got to be Bob this week. So let's get in. I'll tell you one thing I respect. If I, I don't care who I traded for Travis Kelsey, he would not be on my bench. <laughs> Bob, Bob has the balls to, to do that. So that's uh, hats off. Yeah, but he's got some stones. They're not always lo- you know, logical moves, but he's got them. Um, let's go into number four on our power rankings. Coming in at number four, pump your drakes. like we've been giving him a lot of love and uh he's that losing. ends today <laughs> yeah grady grady's going down this week i got grady grady he's a grinder you know he's starting uh savan ahmed and the cleveland running game and cd lamb against me i just think uh i think it's gonna be too much gonna catch up to him and uh he's gonna make a few bad decisions leave too many points on his bench this week i like the confidence i really do i, I like when you go against like the mojo thing um I just like uh, it's hard not to take these things personal, but I just look at Corey Davis and I think to myself, three weeks of nine points, and then he got a twenty-two against me one week. Yep, yep. Fuck my life. Um, well, anyway, let's not make this about me. He's got the um, the two-headed horseman in Cleveland, and if you know anything about that team, they want to keep the ball out of Baker's hands as much as possible. Um, I love that he has those two guys and he's riding them right now. He's got Ahmed. Is it Ahmed or Ahmed? It's, it's pronounced Ahmed, but there's no Ahmed. K. Yeah, but that's, <laughs> yeah. it's like you okay. swallowed the H. Yeah, um, and and so that it's always comforting to have the like the the backup um, when your guys on IR. So I, I look, he's lost two in a row. His the points for is not great, but at this time of the year, can't complain about that stuff. You got to win. Got to get this win, especially now. 
You're playing Walker. Walker's team's at his at their peak. This will be, I think, the matchup to watch this week. I was just gonna You know, with all the shit I've been talking about, Kenyon Drake, it is very comforting that he's sitting on Grady's bench. And I know I kind of have the uh luxury that this won't come out until after the game tomorrow. So I uh hope Kenyon Drake stays on his bench. Because I don't think Miami does too well up in up in the snow. I will say this this to me is the matchup of the week. This is I didn't realize yeah. this was happening this week, but like this shape, this completely Grady could go to the very bottom of the power rankings, and Walker you could go to the very top. This is huge. Win. This is this, this is has been the story of at least my season the last three weeks, <laughs> and uh, I've blown all three. Uh, I could be sitting where you're sitting, but uh, I'm not. <laughs> and uh, should I, be where you are. I need a big win. <laughs> He's got a two game losing streak. I got a three game. I just think I'm more due than he is. More do, baby. Also, by, by the way, I want to put this in. Last week, we had like three matchups within like a point and a half or two points, right? Oh, I know. Yeah. That was crazy. Low scores, but like three matchups really came down to the wire. And that's going to lead into our, um, into our number three team on the, on the power rankings. Genius Tendencies. You know, I don't know what to say about Matt, man. Everything he touches turns to gold, man. Jacoby Myers is like, you know, and he's not catching touchdown passes. He's throwing them. Devontae Booker doesn't need 20 carries to get two touchdowns. Uh, he needs... <laughs> he finally, he finally didn't press the right buttons last week, though. It's like, true. You know, yeah. usually presses the right buttons, but Andrews on the bench outscored his other tight end by six. Booker on the bench with twenty. Marvin Jones, Jones on the bench with twenty. I mean, you know? it's, it's scary though, man. I mean, you look at that. I mean, he he went from having a poor week with like one hundred and five, where he could have had like one hundred and forty-five. You know, so. He's, you know, I mean, he's he's got to uh, play his cards right, but uh, more often than not, he does, you know? Yeah, I know. It's just one blip on the radar. He barely lost to Cole. Um, like I said, Russell Wilson, um, He like, he, the, the Seattle schedule is just cake after this Arizona game. So he's going to be coming into the playoffs with the NFC East sitting right there. Probably a lot of good matchups for Russell Wilson. Devontae Adams is an absolute monster. Um, if he gets a forty-five this week, you wouldn't be surprised. I think um, I think of like a like an NBA three-point shooter, man. He's like e- even if he misses, he's not that far away from coming back and beating you. <laughs> nope. Yeah. So he's at six and four. Who's he playing? He's playing Drew this week or Stagger? No, he's playing Stagger. That's, oh, that's I thought. That, I thought that was the matchup of the week, but like whoever loses that will still probably. I mean, Stagger obviously, but Lines probably stays within the top. Five, but like for the league, Stagger needs to win that for the league, though. I don't know. Lions needs to win that for me. (laughs) (laughs) Drew versus the league. Who's needs to prioritize? Um, I was just thinking. I I think the league needs for Stagger to to get a little slice of humble pie, man. Okay, I see. 
I doesn't do, know what losing feels like. I do find it hilarious that he's got a guy starting in his lineup that is only 1% started in the entire <laughs> <laughs> Of course he does, man. Yeah. Who uh, is that, Booker? Yeah. Oh, that's so Lions. That is so Lions. <laughs> that, that was probably sealed the deal for him. Like, what? No, what? 1%? Yeah, he's starting. <laughs> he's going to drop like a 35. Uh, Lions, Lions probably doesn't even know that stat exists, you know, and that works for him. Um, all right. Moving on from Lions, we're going to get to number two on our power rankings. Coming in at number two, I'm so hyphy hyphy. I'm so happy hyphy hyphy hyphy. What a name. Drew. Drew's been looking toward the future all year, and uh, the future might be here. Future by me down. (laughs) Oh, Dalton, baby. (laughs) Big Andy Dalton this week. (laughs) The future is not here this week. (laughs) Yeah, the future is red. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) what a week you had last week man you really came through that was like a badass week i kept looking at the points being like how the fuck did this lineup score 150 points i did help i got 16 for my kicker and 16 for my defense that says a lot honestly um yeah but josh allen but but still josh uh josh allen is beasted again and as josh allen when he starts to beast man this is like at the beginning of the year i was feeling really good and then he went through a stretch where he wasn't very good. My team wasn't very good. But I, I didn't realize this either until last week, really. But we talk about Travis Fulgham as being that kind of waiver wire rookie pickup or whatever. Dude, T. Higgins might be rookie of the year this year if you look at his numbers. I, I think it's offensive Larry, rookie yeah. of the year. There's two Higgins in Cincinnati that are getting started this week. 18. Since week three, he's been over eight every single week. He's like DK Metcalf, his rookie year, man. I, I bet T. Higgins this time next year is just like DK. He's a be- I don't know if you've watched the games. He's fucking huge, T. Higgins. Where's he he's from? He's just like big ass. I don't even know, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I think he just aggravates A.J. Brown every time. Every time A.J. Green, every time he makes a catch, he's just like, fucking trade me. <laughs> and that was – yeah, I remember I tried to get him, and I really wanted him. I didn't really try that hard, but I tried with one trade. He's from Clemson, of course. Yeah, he's from Clemson. Wow. Wide They're two. pumping him, the wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. But no, man, like, I, I feel good. All my trades have not worked out. Every single one has not worked out. Taylor's, that's rough, Taylor. Taylor's rough. Everyone is rough. Lucene, Aaron Rodgers just fucking vomit to Devontae Adams, understanding that I, I drafted Aaron Rodgers like the ninth round, tenth round. Just could have hold on, held on to that. I picked up Zach Ertz and put him in my IR just because I like will not accept the fact that I was like I'm gonna be I'm not gonna be beaten in that deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like it's stubborn, if, if Ertz yeah. has right. like a twenty, yeah, if Ertz has like a twenty in, in week like the semifinals or the or the Super Bowl, like all will be paid for. <laughs> and I'm like I want that scenario to happen for my own. Even if he's not ego. playing for you, you want him to be on your team when it happens. Exactly. He could just be on my IR and just do yeah. it. <sighs> yes. <laughs> and Gibson's gonna be coming on too. It's, um, it's kind of nice that uh, Jonathan Taylor seems to be kind of trending down. I mean, uh, Le'Veon Bell doesn't seem to be doing uh, much. And with Fournette kind of being established as number two, like it's perfect timing for Antonio Brown to come back and Michael Thomas to start picking it up for you. Michael yep. Thomas is six against Atlanta. Oh, I think he's, this will be the week where he comes back. God, wide receiver so. projected 16. That's crazy. 
He's man. Every I look week, week he's gonna have like uh, he's gonna be like either the most hated guy in fantasy football next year, or he's gonna win some people. Yeah, exactly. How Everybody got to buy low on him, and, and then this last eight weeks, he just fucking murders. I mean, it's it's not easy to have a ninety <laughs> percent oh, start rate, you know, and like he doesn't deserve it. He's scored thirteen points yeah. all year long. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the whole entire year. That's a cr- that's crazy. How bad? Of a quarterback, you have to be in this league to get projected less than like eighteen, right? Oh God! I mean, what what business does Dalton have being projected at nineteen? You know, I don't know. I saw that and I was like, uh, <laughs> but I don't know if you look. I don't know if you guys have looked at our our quarterback waiver wire, but it is fucking. Loaded? I was. It was between no. It was between Dalton, Joe Flacco, oh my Philip God. Rivers, and like fucking. I almost picked Duff. up the fucking Jaguars, dude. Like. Whatever that dude's name is, L- Luton. L- Luton. Luton free. Yeah, I've been I've been uh, regretting dropping Ryan for a couple weeks now. I just love again. I haven't. I love this is my favorite yeah. league, man. It's just to me this is this is fun. Like it's nice when you don't go to the wave wire and be like, okay, let me pick between fucking Tom Brady and Cam or Cam Newton and all these guys. That, like, are of course going to drop like a twenty. You know, easy. They do it. They just do it by showing up. Yeah, and doing yeah, their like job. traditionally, I won't give anybody like too much credit if they got too much like as far as a trade goes for like a second QB they have on their team. You know, they they get downgraded in my opinion. But this league's kind of forcing me to change my tune on that. You the yeah. you, you want to understand the quality of the league? Look at the bottom of the standings and then look at the waiver wire. This is like the analogy right. used I mean, for a lineup. You've just you've taken a more macro view of it. Like instead of looking at the last three players on your team or on a team being like, I, I, I'm, on a that hot team? Sh- I'm, a, I'm on a hot, I'm on a hot streak for like metaphors for our quality of our league. So, yeah, I'm abusing my pa- yeah. yeah, I feel it. That's the last one. Um, speaking of the last one, let's get into number one on our power rankings. Just firmly entrenched. He, he's you know growing real estate here, coming in at number one. The staggering fucking stallions. The autumn wind is a stallion, galloping in from sea. With a rollicking song, he sweeps along, swaggering boisterously. His face is weather beaten. He wears a karate stash with a Seahawks hat upon his head, intent on taking your cash. He growls as he storms the country, a villain, big and bold. And the hot dogs all shake and quiver and quake as he robs them of their gold. The autumn wind is a stagger, pillaging just for fun. He'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's conquered and won. Man, Stager, you know, he's not only got the star power, he even seems to have the luck on his squad. Even when he scores under 120, nobody can seem to best him. So he's, he's, he's doing something right in his personal life and his, uh, and his waiver wires pickups and his moves. He, I think he picked up Carolina's defense. He's, look, he's already looking like forward to the, the last three or four games of the year. Yeah, you like, want to talk about just, Slim Pickett's okay. defenses are pretty slick on the waiver wire, too. Pretty God, slick. yeah. I I don't know if you should be able to own three defenses. 
Yeah, that, I, I was just thinking about. I mean, I the, uh, I don't really care because I think it hampers your ability to. Like the I actually you know what Dave? Nope, this is a free market system, dude. The I was just gonna Stagger say that can do too. it because he's fucking number one. And also, it, the more I care, the more it suggests that it's like personal for me. And if my team was better, I wouldn't care as much. <laughs> <You> <laughs> <know what I mean? laughs> so yeah, free market system. This is what we want. We don't want regulations so, like that. No. Mm-hmm. Um, and if anyone's capitalized on the free market system, Warren Stager, I don't know if there is one. Um, I think I almost stat. Go ahead. I almost think we do a disservice to Stagger because I, I think this is like six every single show. I think Stagger's been one. And I think we do the full power rankings and we get to this point and like we're kind of tired. It's late. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I think we almost do him a disservice because we talk about all these other teams and then we get to Stagger. We're like, yeah, he's fucking number one. I mean, look at Travis Kelsey and like Dalvin Cook. And I almost feel like we do him a disservice. Let, we should spend some time and look at Stagger's team because he's the I don't only guy know. We don't pump up. Is, I don't even – I just kind of go into every week now expecting Stagger going to win and drop like a 145. Yeah, well – Yeah, I mean to be 8-2 and two in a fantasy league that we talk about being so – with so much parity, like that's extremely impressive. And yeah. he – like he is – the moves he make, it's not – you can't file it with luck at all. And last year, he was like the points four champion at the end of the regular season, I believe. Mm-hmm. Like he's just a really – Smart, amazing, handsome, um, <laughs> strapping, strong, beautiful fantasy owner. Am I going too far or what? No, no, um, no, 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 no. You didn't talk about yeah. his, uh, his incredible foresight, too, picking up James Robinson and Jamal Williams, either. Those two Every movie makes, man. And you know bit. what we should do one week is we should start from one and go to 12. Because if we're not going to have energy on some team, we should not have energy on the teams that stop. <laughs> Art gets the most time every week. Art and Connor, it's like this fucking team, man. man. Let's dive right in. Woo. If he would have made this move, this move, man, he'd be number shit. You know, like, yeah, let's, let's start with Stagger one week. I don't, what is it though? Like, honestly, because it's jealous. I want to know. For me. Is Stagger, no, no, but like, is Stagger actually spending time doing fantasy football research? Is or Do we think that? Or is Stagger just have some. Like what is it? You're you're watching football with Stagger walk right sometimes. Yeah. Is he commentating like that suggests that like he pulls all the right strings every week? He's the he I don't know he he's navigated this whole COVID thing and also like just the thin league twelve adding one more team and then adding bench spots so everything's thin like he makes all the right Stagger kind of slips under the radar when we talk about uh, you know like uh, karma and. Uh, luck and stuff like that he's a true believer and uh i don't know how much that has to do with it but he likes to play the uh oh i, I did that on accident bullshit but uh he's paying yeah he's he's paying a lot you're of right attention. you're right that's so true <laughs> he plays the oh sucks it, and that's again. that's what you do you, you you file it on accident and dumb luck when you're really actually it's the opposite of that yeah. right that's what they. That's what they say in therapy. For every front, there's a back. Yeah. Right? For, Whatever the person's showing you, there's a reverse of it. They're not. Whenever he tells you. you good luck, best of luck to you, it's his way of saying fuck you. It's like if we yeah. went to his house right now, there'd be like eleven different computers and like <laughs> six different like chimpanzees are smoking cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> He's a uh, dude. He. He he's only made two trades, but they were the most 
they shit they they balance this they rebalance the scales of the whole league like uh, getting Aaron Rodgers and Travis Kelsey for yeah. Zach Ertz and Melvin Gordon just took his team to a whole new level and we kind of knew when it happened because I I knew that trade like after the first week of it I was like oh that was a bad one and then Bob made his and and we found out pretty quickly that was a bad one and then we knew we were like man this his team is now unstoppable yeah that really made his uh, it's like Thanos decisions a lot easier from week to week. I mean, it'd be not, it'd be a lot it'd be a lot uh, be a lot more enjoyable for me if he had to decide whether or not to start uh, Melvin Gordon and Marquise Brown or Melvin Gordon and Jameson Crowder. But uh, that's not where uh, we live right now. Travis, this, look at Travis Kelsey's card, man, as for a tight end. And you know how you guys all all three of you guys know how hard it is to find a tight end, except for Gronk's been pretty good. But look at this, like. 14, 19, 11, 8, 20, 18, 4, 20, 20 out of your tight end. And he's sitting at like number three in the league in yards for anybody, tight ends, wide receivers, anybody catches he's, the ball. Before the bye week, he had 57 more fantasy points than the second best tight end. Yeah, he's he's the best. Everybody, I mean, <laughs> God, it's, the, it's already happening to us. We're like, we're both like, well, what do you want us to say? The fucking Stager's really good. His team's really we, good. And he, every every it, spot's good. And he's he hasn't. It's and it's all been humble, the same guys. Too. Oh, <laughs> uh, he's just got DeAndre Hopkins just creeping up there at the very top of his lineup. I didn't even realize that until I looked at that. Dude, oh. What if this was Bob at number one with this team? He'd be like stopping by our houses individually <laughs> and screaming at us how good he was. He'd be like fucking sending us mail with fucking pre workout that explodes in your face like anthrax. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hype us up. Uh, well, Three weeks ago, Derrick Henry's stats looked like they were insurmountable. He's going to lead the league in everything. And now Dalvin Cook looks like there's no stopping him. It's ridiculous what he's doing. Yeah, yeah it's like having a running back who's going to get you a 20 every week. Come on. Of, or a 40. Yeah, that's better. You're right. Like, what the hell is that, dude? That's incredible. That's, like 60, 70% of your total points. He's had I'm in, 82 I'm in four carries different leagues. three weeks. I'm in four different leagues. <laughs> Is yeah. that for real? 80, you say 86? 82 carries. 82 carries. Weeks. Good God. What the fuck? Is that for yeah. real? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, that's for real. <laughs> How many times has Cousin thrown the ball in that in that time? Like six, 16? Jesus, I, yeah, he went one game where I think he only threw eight passes or something. And eight and uh, Cook said eight catches. He's had ninety touches. That's thirty a game. <laughs> he, he's going to be number one. He's going to be the, that walk. He's going to be the number one pick next year in fantasy. Jesus Christ! He is, but he's not going to perform like it because they never do. But like he's he's that every year. There's that back where you hit them in their career year. And Dalvin Cook is having his career year right now. It's fucking amazing hey. if you time that right, or you yeah, get right. the or you get yeah. the back that does it. <laughs> He's going to be number one pick next year. Great. He's going to draft him. He's going to get hurt. <laughs> he's a top. He's the best. Firmly entrenched at number one. Stager, we hope you feel the praise. We tried to give it to you this podcast. That's it. Week 11 is over. We're going to get into week 12 next week. Y'all have a good week. We'll keep a close eye on those matchups we talked about, specifically the matchup of the week with Walker and Grady. But, um... You guys have a great week, all right?